Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Good morning. We have all made it to the end of yet another week as it is Friday, March 5th, and I am Rick Ellington here with your morning buzzcast. Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the Kansas City Chiefs will call their home stadium by a new name when they return to the field in September as the Government Employees Health Association, or GEHA, has landed the naming rights to Arrowhead Stadium. The formal name of the venue will now be GEH Field at Arrowhead Stadium, marking the first time in the nearly 50-year history of the venue that it will sport a corporate moniker. Many fans immediately expressed their displeasure with the move on social media, figuring this was some sort of way for the Chiefs to recoup some of the financial losses that they suffered last season due to the pandemic. But that doesn't appear to be the case. GEHA has been a partner with the team for a couple years now, and the Kansas City Star reports that the potential for naming rights was included in the original deal signed between the two sides. Regardless, this is a significant move as Arrowhead Stadium had long been one of the rare NFL homes not to support a corporate name. This move leaves just four NFL stadiums without a naming rights deal. Lambeau Field, Bill Stadium, Soldier Field, and Paul Brown Stadium. The Minnesota Timberwolves remained for sale after Glenn Taylor put the team on the market last summer, and Kevin Garnett went to Instagram yesterday to say that he will not be among the parties that will eventually purchase the team. However, there's one important thing to mention right about now. Taylor said that Garnett never actually inquired about the team, despite immediately expressing interest in the club when it became available. Taylor and Garnett certainly have had a long, contentious relationship. Just take, for instance, that Garnett's number 21 has not been retired by the Timberwolves, but the Celtics have announced plan to retire KG's number 5. But even by their standards, this is kind of odd. The truth, as it always says, likely lies somewhere in the middle, but good luck getting there. Meanwhile, Taylor has said that the pandemic has slowed the sale process due to the fact that it's hard to determine the proper value of the club. We're getting more clues as to when the 2021 schedules for both the NFL and MLS will be released. Our own Ben Fisher yesterday reported that the NFL is looking at the second week of May to release its slate, while MLS is hoping to put its schedule out in the next coming weeks. The NFL, of course, is waiting to see if there will be a 17th game that needs to be added to the proceedings. But both leagues are being patient in regards to how the coronavirus numbers are trending around the country. If numbers continue to fall and more regions and more governments open up venues, that would allow more teams to welcome fans during the season, which is especially important for MLS after they lost a reported $1 billion last year. Florida A&M is getting some help from LeBron James as the HBCU program will be the first school in the country to don James's crown logo on their basketball jerseys. The move comes as part of a new multi-year apparel deal with Nike that the Rattlers have signed. The deal with FAMU seems to show LeBron dipping his toe in the same pool that Nike has run for years with Jordan Brand. And it'll be interesting to see how many other collegiate programs in the coming years exchange the swoosh for the King's crown. We've seen some schools that jump at the chance to put the Jumpman logo on their uniforms. We'll see what kind of interest there is in LeBron's logo coming on uniforms in the future. Finally, the New York Post reports that Fox Sports has re-signed Skip Bayless to a new multi-year deal 
after ESPN reached out to see if the opinionists would be open to a return to their airwaves. The report said ESPN wanted to pair Bayless with longtime partner Stephen A. Smith for a show on ESPN+, though the deal also would have seen the duo make hits on the Monday Night Football halftime show as well. Bayless, though, turned that down after being offered a whopping $8 million per year from Fox. I don't know who Bayless's agent is, but whoever it is deserves a high five as that is something well worth celebrating. That's your Buzzcast for Friday. Certainly hope everybody has a great weekend. Take care. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.